Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Man, I love that dude's voice. That dude is like, <laughs> like, wow. It's like, I don't know. That's the that's the uh, voice that we grew up listening to in the eighties. You know, <clears throat> yeah. Like, if you heard that voice, you knew. Uh oh, got a scary movie coming out. It even sounds different than the the, you know, movie premiere guys today. Mm-hmm. Sounds so much creepier. I wonder if that's how the dude just like really talked. Or he's probably smoking like four packs of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's got to take like a big drink of water or something like that right before he starts. Right, right. He's probably like four foot five. Man, when I hear that every time, though, I'm like, I don't know. I just love that voice. Yeah, it's a good voice. Yeah. I wish I kind of sounded like that. I don't. I think you get old. I don't. Like if if I when I get a cold, I'm I'm starting to get over the head cold that I had. So, but when I get that and my voice gets that deep, you know, gritty, I'm like, I wish I sounded like this all the time without being sick. There was one time I uh, well, it was last year I was real sick. I always get an upper respiratory infection, mm-hmm. and like I'm not joking when I'm talking, it it was like this. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, Carolyn's like, man, your voice is so deep. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> But anyway. Anyway. Nah. Mm. Nah. <laughs> Already. So. Two minutes and 56 <laughs> seconds in. Anyway. <laughs> so now that we're done just jibber-jabbering, uh, welcome to an episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And of course, I'm Johnny. And I'm Randy. And we just finished Silent Night, Deadly Night. Silent Night. It came out in 84. <laughs> Someone died. It's rated R. Cast <laughs> Robert Bryan, Wilson, Billy Chapman. I'm putting a stop to this. <laughs> hey, I could have went through the whole cast. That ain't even the whole cast. Yeah, I don't know. I got lazy. You suck. <clears throat> but, uh... After watching this, this is the first time I've actually seen this movie. Well, I told you I, after seeing the the cover art mm-hmm. where it had the arm coming out of the chimney with the axe. Yeah. I was like, I think I've seen this movie. Like, I remember seeing a movie with a, like, drunken-looking Santa Claus with an axe sitting at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Wasn't this movie. First time I've seen this movie. So, I kind of ruined it for myself because last year I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. 
Garbage the, day. Yes, and that's the only reason I watched it because I was watching YouTube, and that made the countdown as like the most horrible acting. It was on the list, so I started laughing when I seen him do that garbage day. <laughs> so I got on Shutter and watched it, and yeah, like part two, man, it's it shows almost everything in the first one. So then tonight when we was watching it, I was like, well, I know how this happened. Yeah. Right. So I kind of ruined it for myself, but uh, yeah, this was my first time ever actually watching the entire film. But any thoughts on it from you? I mean, not 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 rating it or nothing, but I mean, was it what you expected? Was it not? Or? It being a film from 1984, hmm? it was about what I expected. Minus... The um, kill scene graphics. Right. I thought the kill scene graphics through the whole movie were a lot better than 1984. And I will say, um, when me and Randy decided to watch it, I've got the Blu-ray edition, and we had the theatrical version or the unrated. And we stuck with the original. Yeah, we wanted to see the theatrical because, you know, it's our first time viewing it, so... Mm -hmm. Anyway, so there are there are certain scenes that I would like to go back and watch the unrated cut just to see what too. they did with it. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, "We're yeah, okay." I knew you wasn't done talking. Yeah. It's like, but I mean, that's that's for a different time. Right, right. So, are we ready to get into the movie? Let's do it. All righty. Uh, you, you want the review for it or the thing? The, the synopsis. Well, let me go ahead and do the cast first since I already got it ready. Fine. I just want to go first. Yeah, go give me the cast no, real quick. No. Go ahead and give me the cast. Give the cast. I thought you had the cast. Oh, I got some of it, but... Jeez. Silent Night, Deadly Night is a rated R horror film that came out in 1984. And it was written by Michael Hickey and directed by Charles E. Seller Jr. That's the way I'm going to say his last name. That's what it looks like. And let's see here. It is starring Robert Brian Wilson as Billy Chapman. Gilmer McCormick. Is that how you say that? Mm -hmm. Sister Margaret. Uh, man, I can't even. There ain't no way I can say her Lillian. name. Yeah, I know what the last Lillian name is. Lillian Is Mother Superior. Brett Leach is Mr. Sims. Tony Nero is Pamela. And let's see, we got Charles <laughs> Dierksop, Dierkop? Sure. Anyway, he plays the killer Santa. Dierkop. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Sure. And then we got H-E-D Redford as Captain Richards. Is that that guy's name? H-E-D? I guess, man. And the one and only, like, no joke, dude, it was my biggest crush. <laughs> And I can't even hardly say her name. Don't give me the line. <laughs> it's, uh, last name's Quigley. Yeah, uh, I can't even say her first name. Linnea? Linnea? I, can't, I don't remember how they say it. You've met this woman, and you don't know how to say her name. Right. What did you say to her when you met her? Hey, how you doing? You're <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your boobs. <laughs> but anyway, she plays Denise. Yeah, I can't even think how they say her name now. It's going to bug me. But anyway, she plays... Oh. But she played in Silent Night, Deadly Night. She played in uh, Night of the Demons. And she played in my favorite zombie movie, Return of the Living Dead. So you're going to have to definitely check that one out. Right. No, you got, you've got to check that out. 
Why? I mean, I've seen her boobs now, so. No, and mm, she's hot in Return of the Living Dead. Okay, anyway, go ahead and uh, hit us with a summary. Little Billy witnesses his parents getting killed by Santa after being warned by his senile grandpa that Santa punishes those who are naughty. Now Billy at 18 and out of the orphanage, and he is... He has just become Santa himself. So they just kind of told you everything right there, didn't they? Pretty much. All right, that's the review. I'm going to give yeah. it a... Oh, I forgot my pen. I was going to write it down, but I know what you're going to give it already. No, All you right. yeah, no. no, you don't. Okay, so the opening scene, we see a reef, and it's a silent night. And we hear these, this little kid singing. I don't even know what he or she is singing. It's a little, little rhyme, wasn't it? But I can't remember. What, it wasn't an actual Christmas song like that I would know of. No, it, it wasn't anything that I ever recognized. So, right when the reef gets up to the, uh, the screen, boom! It busts all of a sudden. That classic eighties, mm-hmm. bloody CGI or whatever you want to call it, and it says uh, "Deadly Night." And now the credits are rolling. Well, after the credits, we see Christmas Eve, nineteen seventy one. And we see a family in a car. And pretty much the little boy in the back seat, which is Billy, Mm -hmm. he's asking his mom about Santa Claus. And she tells him, she says, well, you know, you'll have to, uh, what's he, he rewards good little boys and girls. And Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, yeah, but I want to be able to see him. She goes, no, she said, "Uh, you need to go to bed. You go to your bed, uh, Go to bed on time and, you know, he'll leave you a gift. And she's like, trust me, Santa Claus has got a big gift for you. And so the kid, you can tell he's already excited for Christmas. Plus, the dad's driving, the mom's in the passenger seat, and she's holding the little uh, baby, which they said his name is Richard. Did you notice how the whole time the mom and the Billy were talking, dad only just had this weird looking smile on his face. Never said a word. He was just driving. He's smiling the whole time, looking right out the, the window. And then he'd kind of glance over at her, and he'd have this little weird smile. Like, it was almost like a drunk smile. See, I took it as he was enjoying the conversation they were having. Well, he might have been, but it was creepy looking. <laughs> it wasn't creepy to me, but, you know, okay. Well, my dad never smiled at me like that. So. You never gave him a reason to smile at you like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> this might be the last time I'm on this podcast. Maybe. I'm not I'm not gonna be downed that way. <laughs> anyway. No, not anyway. No, we're not gonna go past that. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. So they're talking about get, <laughs> they're talking about getting home uh in time. He's like, Well what if I can't make it home before bedtime? She goes, We'll make it home. But you don't know where they're going just yet. Well finally it cuts to them pulling into a parking lot and it says Utah Mental Facility. They're going to a nut house. Right. And they walk in the building, and I, I'm guessing, I don't, would you say he's a doctor? Psychiatrist, maybe? I'd say a psychiatrist, yeah. He's talking to the family, and he's like, uh, hey, your father's, in, uh, I think he says, in the rec room. So they walk in, you just see an old man sitting in a chair, and the family, which their last name is Chapman, uh, Mr. Chapman, the dad, is trying to talk to his father, and you can tell he's just out of it. Like, he's not hearing them, seeing them, or nothing. Yeah. 
And Billy, the little boy, he's like, Mom, Dad, why is he, why, what's wrong with Grandpa? Why is he not talking? And the mom's like, he don't even know we're here. <laughs> and like you said, go ahead. Billy was like, well, then why did we come? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, <laughs> it was a waste of time. And all of a sudden, uh, the psychiatrist is like, hey, wh- why don't y'all come with me? And then I think it's the mom that tells Billy to stay behind. And he kind of looks at her and she's like, there's nothing to be scared of. So they're going to talk, I'm guessing, to talk about his, uh, that's what, that's what. Somebody's charged or something. That and that, uh, he said he's getting worse. He said, my dad's getting worse. So they went to go talk about his mental state. Right. So as they leave, the old man is sitting there, sitting there in that chair with Billy. And as soon as they leave, it takes just a couple seconds. And all of a sudden the old man looks over at Billy and Billy's like, grandpa. And dude, I don't know what's up with grandpa. But he starts telling this kid, uh, do you know what tonight is? Tonight's uh, Christmas Eve, you know? And he was like, Santa comes, and if you've been a good boy or girl, he rewards you. He gives you gifts. But if you're uh, on the naughty list, if you've been naughty any this year, he punishes you. And, like, Billy's face is just, like, all lit up. Like, what the heck is this old man talking about? He was petrified. Yeah, because when he asked him, you know what tonight is, he was like, yeah, Christmas Eve. You know, Billy was, and he was, like, and then Grandpa was like, do you know what this means? He's like, yeah, Santa Claus brings, you know, he's he's thinking the traditional, hey, Santa Claus brings gifts, right. whatever. He was, Grandpa was like, is that what your daddy told you? Yeah. Like, he's all hateful. Yeah, he was. And he, but he's got a hold of uh, Billy, because Billy goes, Mom! He yells for his mom, mm-hmm. and, and, Gra- and Grandpa's got a hold of him by his arm. And he's just telling him, man, he's like, you've been naughty. He's going to punish you. And he goes, have you been naughty any this year? Have you been good this whole year? And Billy just shakes his head no. And he's like, well, then if you see Santa, you better run. Run for your life. And I'm just like, holy crap. And it's funny because then you hear the door jiggling because, you know, the family and the psychiatrist come back in. And as soon as they come in, Grandpa's like, oop, and just goes right back to his. So. I just imagine it like Toy Story. Andy walks in the room and they just fall. Yeah, yeah. So now uh, it cuts back into the car, and it's nighttime, and they're heading back home. And uh, it's funny because Billy goes, Mom, uh, what's he say something about uh, Santa punishing? That's what he brings up, don't he? Yeah, he talks about not wanting to see Santa. Yeah. She's like, <clears throat> why? Or No, he, he asked her if she's been, she had ever been naughty. Yeah, that's it. And then she's like, maybe once or twice. And then, and then he starts going into, I don't want to see Santa. I don't want to be punished. And she says, who told you that? And he says, Grandpa. And then the dad turns around and he's like, Grandpa. And he was like, what do you think, honey? You think he's... And she's like, he has no reason to lie. And then I think she even says it, or he even says it. He's like, maybe I should call the uh, the mental facility and let them know what's going on. Right. And then she and like he Billy is scared to death and Billy's just like I don't want to see him I don't want to see mm-hmm. him he's gonna punish me and she's like no he ain't she goes your grandpa's nothing but a nutcase or something yeah, like that crazy old man so it cuts to now we see a Santa Claus walking into a convenience store and he's just kind of BSing with the clerk and the clerk's like uh uh what kind of Santa Claus are you like that and then Santa Claus pulls the gun out. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, you, it's funny because he's like, you one of them guys. <laughs> <laughs> they start arguing because he, he's going to pay for his stuff. And the clerk pulls a gun. Well, right before, when he pulls a gun, 
the Santa Claus shoots the clerk, shoots him what two or three times in the chest. He shot him. I think the first time he shot him, he just knocked him down. Right. He shot him one time. And then as the clerk was laying on the ground, he started raising his gun up. So Santa shot him a couple more times in the chest. And then he fell back and then finished him off with one in the head. And that looked really good. Mm, yeah. That was the first thing when you were like, well, that was a good shot. Yeah. And when the Santa leaves the store, <clears throat> he counts the money, he goes, $31. He was like, what an effing waste. You know, He and that, that's what's sad. He just killed a dude for 31 bucks. Exactly. And that's, uh, that's stupid. So anyway, it goes back to the Chapman family, and they're still driving on this dark road. They're heading home. And she says, how, I think she looks at her husband and says, how much longer? And he's like, I, we're, ha- we're about halfway there. Well, as he says it, she goes, do you see that? And he's like, what? He don't see what his wife's saying. Well, finally, when they come around a the corner, they see a car that's broke down on the side of the road. And Santa, Well, actually, it wasn't in the side of the road. It was like almost in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And we see a Santa Claus there. And it's funny because... Uh, He's like, uh, oh, uh, he's probably just cutting, uh, heading back home from a party or going to a party. Right. And his vehicle broke down. He's like, you think we should wake up Billy? And Billy's already waking up at this point. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, no. And all of a sudden he wakes up and Billy's like, Santa Claus, I don't want to see him. Like, he's flipping out. Keep driving. Yeah, he said, keep driving. Uh, you want to explain this part? Because this is the part I had to get up on about what all went down. It's when uh, they pull up Santa Claus and oh, so they they pull in right behind the the car. He's got the hood up and everything, and Santa he just kind of nonchalantly just kind of walks over, kind of cheery, you know, doing his little Santa thing. He walks up to the window and kind of kneels or uh, bends over, and the guy's like, uh, "You having car trouble?" And he's like, "Well, not exactly." And he's like, "Just a bit of bad luck." And you can see him pulling a gun out, and he points it in the window. Mm-hmm. Well, she freaks out. The mom freaks out. Tells him to take off. He hits it in reverse. Hits the gas and they're you know driving backward and Santa must be a good shot yeah because he took a couple he popped up a couple shots at the windshield and the car kind of veered off into the back or into like a little ditch and there was you could see holes in the windshield well then Billy opens the door and jumps out of the car and starts running across the road yeah and he's hiding in the bushes now. And Santa's walking up to the car, and the dad opens the door and pretty much just falls out. It wasn't the dad. It was the Santa Claus opened the door. Was it Santa Claus that opened yeah, the door? Yeah, he opened the door. Santa opened the door, and the, the dad fell over, mm-hmm. and he had a gunshot right in the head. So Santa shot this dude while he was driving the reverse <laughs> in the face. Well, Santa goes over to the passenger side, and the mom's in there. She's freaking out. He pulls her out, throws her on the ground in front of the car, Baby's Rip, crying the whole time. Baby's crying the entire time in the back seat. He rips her shirt off. It's the first boob shot. Um, of many. Yeah, of many. Rips her shirt off. You know what Santa's got on his mind right now. Um, so it keeps going back and forth from Santa to the mom to Billy hiding in the bushes. Um, she co-cocks Santa Claus. He gets irritated and mad. He pulls out a little knife mm-hmm. after he hits her and slits her throat. Yeah, and I thought that was weird because when he put the knife up to her, he slowly did it. Yeah. Like. Well, and I wonder because I don't even, it didn't even really show him cutting. Right. So I wonder if that's one of the things, like, what they would show on right. the un- unrated version. It was just the way he slowly placed it upon yeah. her neck. I thought he was going to put it on her neck and then be like, if you if you resist, right. I'm going to. Right, no screaming. Yeah. 
So, and it goes, it cuts over to Billy, and he's watching Santa, and it shows him pulling the knife up. It, it does the the classic shot that you get through most of the movie is Santa Claus holding the bloody knife. Yeah. So, and you know, all you see is his arm and him holding the bloody knife. Um, You get a shot of Billy watching the whole thing go down. Mm-hmm. So, Santa keeps, he ends up getting up away from the mom and walks over to the, the little bushes on the side of the road, and he's, you know, where are you at? He's looking for Billy the whole time. And then we cut to how many years later? It just says uh, December 1974. And it was... St. Mary's Home for Orphan Children. So, yeah. So, then it just cuts ahead to when Billy's in the uh, nursing home. What was the nursing home? (laughs) The orphanage. And they're in a classroom, and we see that this nun, which is a teacher, she's like, Billy, it's your turn. And I guess they're coming up and showing their drawings that Mm -hmm. they've done for Christmas. Well, when he gets up to the front of the class, one of this little girl starts screaming. She's like, sister, sister. And it shows, and it's Santa Claus with a knife. All like It looks like Santa Claus has been stabbed. Mm-hmm. And then the reindeer's head has been cut off. And the, the nun, which doesn't have a name at this point, she looks over at Billy. She goes, uh, go see Mother Superior right now. Well, now we get introduced to Mother Superior. And Billy, you know, of course, Billy's telling her, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she tells him, she says, for the rest of the day, you're going to go into your room and stay in there. You're not coming out. Mother Superior's kind of harsh. Well, it's the classic headmistress. It's the classic Mother Superior that most people think about when they think of Catholic school. Yeah. Stern, down to the rules, you know. Slapping your hand with a ruler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rosary beads and stuff. Right. So... Sister Margaret, she you can tell she's kind of taken up for Billy. Yeah. She, she has a soft spot for Billy. And she tells Mother Superior, she goes, you know he gets this way every year since the accident. Since uh, every time Christmas is brought up or Santa Claus, he does this. Yeah. And like me and you were talking about, I get that Mother Superior is trying to look out for him. But then again, if you if you were that age and you saw your family get killed by Santa Claus. I wouldn't mess me up. You wouldn't want to have anything to do with Christmas either. No. So it cuts to all these kids are sitting there playing in the uh, playground and it pans up and there's Billy watching them from his room. And Sister Margaret walks in and she's like, I think you've spent enough time in your room. Why don't you go down there and play with the kids? And he says, no, no. Like, you know, he he, he don't want to get out there. She goes, it, it would be good for you to get out there and make friends. So uh, we really don't know how long he's been there. He had to have been there for a little while because his little brother is older. Yeah, well, it says, you know, the the night his family got attacked was 71, and this is 74. So it's been at least three years. Yeah. But it's just the fact that when she said you need to make friends, it's like he ain't made friends in three years. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's a blooper. I'm just saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> um, Sister Margaret leaves. Billy gets his coat, and he goes to go outside. And he hears some commotion going on down the hallway. Well, the closer he gets down the hallway, you can tell what it is. You hear a lot of moaning mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, he gets down and it's got the old little keyhole that you used to be able to look through and see people's room. And all he sees is a man and woman and they're making love. And, of course, another boob shots. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them in this one. Oh, yeah. He's watching and his eyes are getting big because, you know, he's. I guess he's never seen this before. And it was funny because he was like, oh, he didn't get caught. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, Mother Superior walks in. 
She grabs him. She goes, what are you doing? She slings him and busses in, catches the couple. She takes a freaking belt, a leather belt. Man. And I can't remember what she says to him. She's like, you the you devil, you, yeah, you devil. Yeah, devil. And she starts whipping him. She tells him to go back to his room. Uh, she shuts the door behind him, and all you can hear is the... Mm-hmm. She's hollering and screaming. Whooping the fire out of these people. Well, it's funny because... Uh, no, she didn't tell him. She said, uh, go outside. Well, then it cuts to now Billy's outside, and Mother Superior walks out there, and she's like, Billy. Or she calls him uh, William. No, she, mm-hmm. She's like, William. And he comes over to her, and she's like, did you see anything? Do you know what they were doing? And he goes, no, Mother Superior. And she says, good. And he, she says, uh, what what they were doing is bad. Is I don't know if she says naughty or not, but I know she says it was. I think she did say naughty. I'm thinking, but. And then she's like, and then just like you, she says, you know, punishments sometimes are deserved. And he goes, yes, Mother Superior. And she goes, that's why they had to be punished because they were doing something naughty. Just like you coming out of your room. You're supposed to be in your room this whole time. Which I call, I call BS because Sister Margaret should have been like, hey, I'm the one that told She did. She did say something to her. See, I never heard that. Yeah, she said, it, it, Mother Superior, it was, it was me that told him to come out of his room and stuff like that. But she just kind of burst it off. Okay. And then that's when she's like, so you understand, you should be punished too. And Billy's like, yes, Mother Superior. And it cuts to a scene that they couldn't film these days because people would get butthurt about it. Mm-hmm. He was getting whooped by uh, by Mother Superior with a leather strap. With his belt on or with his pants on. So yeah. it wasn't like, you know. And uh, after she gets that whooping him, she's like, now go, go lay down and go to bed. And so... It cuts to later that night. You can hear Billy. He's having a nightmare. He's tossing and turning. And, of course, he's having a nightmare of that night back in 1971, Christmas Eve, where his family was killed. Right. Finally, after he sees his, uh, his mom get killed for the uh, last time, he jumps up. He screams. He goes to take off running. He gets out of the uh, his room and goes to, like, the end of the steps, the stairs. Mm-hmm. And when he turns around, Mother Superior and all these other kids are watching him. Dude, it cuts to now. She's tying him to the bed. She's tying his wrist to the bed. It was medieval times back in 1984. Oh, yeah. And uh, even Sister Margaret's like, is this really necessary? Is this really? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes. Mother Superior's like, he'll never learn. So she ties him to the bed. And uh, it, it made me feel so bad because the entire time she's tying him, he's like, Sister uh, Margaret? Yeah, Sister Margaret, please undo. And like he he's calling out for her, and she can't do anything. Right. So, it cuts to the next morning. We see Sister Margaret, and she's coming down the stairs with Billy. And Mother Superior's like, "Do you do you feel better, Billy?" And he's like, "Yes, ma'am." She's like, "Why?" And she smiles at him. She's like, "That's good." She says, "Go over there and get you a present." So he goes and gets his present. So now we know it's Christmas Day. Right. And. Sister Margaret's like, well, you know, he's he always does better after this holiday. And she's like, yeah, but uh, our Santa Claus is coming today. And we're going to make him sit on his lap. So you can already tell Sister Margaret's like, nope. That's not a good idea. No. Well, it cuts to Sister, uh, or Mother Superior is dragging Billy over there. And he's just screaming, no, no, he don't want to sit on, mm-hmm. he don't want to sit on Santa's lap. No. She puts him on Santa's lap, and he's like, what is your deal? And all of a sudden, dude, he rears back and punches. I'm talking about he hit that Santa Claus like a grown man. Yeah, he did. Punched the snot out of the Santa Claus. Santa Claus falls over. He takes off running up to his room. Santa Claus gets up. He's got a bloody nose. And he's like, 
what is the, what in the heck is wrong with that kid? Mm-hmm. Billy runs up to his room, and he hides in this little corner, and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be bad. I didn't mean to be bad. Please don't punish me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was praying or if he was just talking to himself or what. I think he was talking to himself. I think he was talking to Santa Claus. Oh. I think the whole time he was like, I'm not bad. Don't punish me. Don't punish me. Right. Well, then it cuts to all of a sudden, as it's going to him, and he just keeps saying, please don't punish me. I didn't mean to be bad. I didn't mean to be bad. It kind of fades out now. It says spring of 1984, 10 years later. You know, one of the things that I've noticed in a lot of old movies that they do when they cut scenes? What's that? They do still shots. Yeah, yeah. They did that when he was doing that. You heard somebody call his name William, which I'm assuming was Mother Superior. <clears throat> but it did a freeze frame of mm-hmm. just his face looking like horrified. Right. They do that a lot in older movies. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So it cuts to now Sister Margaret. She's in a store talking to who we get introduced to is Mr. Sims. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about um, if seeing if he'll hire Billy. And Mr. Sims thinks that Billy is just a kid. Right. And he's like, no, what I need is a man for this job. It's heavy lifting and this and that. And he's like, I don't need a little kid. And she says, well, let me just introduce you. And he's like, no, I don't even need to, I don't need to see him. I don't need mm-hmm. to be introduced. Well, all of a sudden, she's like, Billy. And Billy shows up and he's an 18-year-old grown boy. 18-year-old buff. And... So this job is at Ira's Toys. Mm-hmm. And as soon as uh, Mr. Sims sees him, he's like, hey, can you uh, start tomorrow? He starts Monday. Yeah, starts Monday. That's what he yeah, starts Monday. <laughs> And, you know, Billy, it looks like he's he's finally, you think he's finally gotten over it. And he's all smiles. Well, then it goes into this big montage for, what did you say, about a good five minutes, five or six minutes? Mm-hmm. And it's just showing the progress of Billy. Like, he's getting along with everybody. He's he's enjoying his new job. It was kind of like you referenced. It was a very Mentos Fresh commercial. Maker. Yeah. Because there's one point where that that commercial music was playing mm-hmm. and Mr. Sims is watching. He's just kind of shaking his head almost. You <laughs> yeah. expect him to give him a thumbs up. Fresh goes better. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a straight Mentos commercial. That's what exactly what it looked like. Well, after the uh, montage is over, we get introduced to a guy named Andy. And for some reason, he's just being a douche to Billy. Mm-hmm. Like, what do they even argue about? Was it about a... He feel like Billy wasn't pulling his own weight or something like that or what? I think he's just a... No, I think it's one of those ones like he slacks and doesn't want Billy to get good credit, so he's just a jerk to Billy. Yeah, and it's funny because Andy says something like, uh, you better effing start stepping up and this mm-hmm. and that. And, Billy, and Billy's like, what? You shouldn't talk like that. Well, then finally, he you tell that Billy's got a little bit of an anger thing because Andy starts running his mouth and he's like, if you like this job, and Billy's like, I don't give an F about this job or something like that. I don't remember exactly how he worded it, but, he, you know, at one minute he's telling Andy to watch your mouth, and he does it. Yeah. So, Billy goes, he starts to walk through the store, and as he gets up st- uh, up to the uh, register, he sees that they have hired a Santa to sit in the sleigh to take pictures with kids. As soon as Billy sees Santa, he's, he starts having flashbacks again, and he starts backing up. You can tell he's sweating, he's getting nervous, and he right. falls over all these boxes, and we get introduced to Pamela. And I really thought him and Pamela were going to hook up. I thought they had already hooked up. Oh, really? Well, I thought they were already, like, not necessarily dating, dating, but mm-hmm. having a thing for one another. Well, she goes to help him up, and she asks him if he's all right, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, then, out of nowhere, it cuts to um, her and Billy are making love. 
and I thought it was like, oh dang, they, you know, yeah, yeah like you they said, I thought I thought they had been been together for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, we realize as they're making love, all of a sudden we see Santa's hand come in, he stabs Billy, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Billy wakes up screaming. And we realized it was just a dream he was having. And he gets out of his bed and he goes and gets in a corner and he does the exact same thing he did as a kid. Right. Just asking. Uh, exact same thing. Yeah, the exact same stuff. Uh, what was that? Oh, you got a notification? So then it cuts to now we get introduced to Miss Randall and she's telling Mr. Sims they need a replacement for Santa. And uh, he's like, replacement? She just smiles at him because she's expecting him to be Santa. Yeah, as soon as she said it, I knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd never seen the movie before, and I was like, uh, yeah, this is going to be a trouble. <laughs> Mistake. So, it cuts to, uh, oh, no, they're still talking. And he's like, no, nah, you forget about that. I'm not being Santa. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, just get somebody to do it. And Miss Randall, you tell she's having fun with Mr. Sims. Oh, yeah. When then he starts, he goes, you know what? I think I know the person. Well, it cuts to, you see, um, Billy and Andy, and they're in the back. And again, <coughs> Andy's running that mouth, and Andy's like, uh, yeah, and he says something about uh, kissing butt, and he's like, don't nobody like anybody around here. He goes, especially Mr. Sims, and Mr. Sims all backs there. And Andy Hurry gets up out of the chair, and he's like, hey, Mr. Sims, uh-huh. how you doing? Kiss, you know, mm-hmm. brown over there. Well, Mr. Sims goes right to Billy, just ignores Andy, and he's like, hey, Billy, uh, think you can do me a favor and billy's like yes sir i'll do whatever you need me to do he's all cooperative and everything mm-hmm. and he's like good good i'm glad i'm glad to hear that and i like how i just cut to all of a sudden uh they're just staring yeah uh mrs or mrs randall and mr sims are just staring and they're like i think he, i think he's doing a good job and it cuts to and billy's looking in the mirror and he's dressed as santa claus and you can tell just by the look in his eyes that he's petrified oh yeah and <clears throat> After that, it cuts to now Billy is Santa Claus, and he's sitting in that sleigh, and there's a little girl sitting on his lap. And the whole time, she's just whining, trying to get off, and you can hear him whispering. He's not even trying to do a Santa Claus voice. He's yeah. just like, what are you doing? What's wrong? Do you even know what you're doing right now? Yeah. And then he's like, you're being naughty. And then he tells her, he's like, stop it, or I'll punish you. And she just stops. She freezes. Yes. And he does he give her a candy cane? Yeah. And it's funny because when he gives her the candy cane, you can hear the parents go, he's so good with kids. And it's like, no, he's scaring the dickens out of mm-hmm. him. And as soon as she gets off his lap, she runs straight to her mom. She just hides. She's like, you know, looking for protection from her mom. I would too if Santa Claus told me he was going to punish me. Yeah. And I'm 35 years old. <laughs> well, as he's up there being Santa, Sister Margaret calls to check up on Billy and Andy picks up. And he's like, oh, yeah, Andy don't work back here no more because it's a storage Billy. thing. Or, yeah, Billy don't work back here no more. And uh, I'm guessing she said, where's he work at? Because he goes, oh, yeah, he's got a new gig. It's up front. He's dressed as Santa Claus. He's playing Santa. Well, it cuts to Sister Margaret, and you can just see the look on her face like, oh, no, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a good thing. She was like, oh, no, he better not be. <laughs> right. Well, after a long day, it cuts It cuts now. It's nighttime, and Mr. Sims... He goes, he goes over and he locks the door. And he's like, Shif, uh, shift's over. Time to get crap-faced. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out a... What is that? Was that a, like vodka? It looked like whiskey to me. I don't remember what he grabbed out. I just remember he, him grabbing a he bottle. He grabbed a couple of bottles. Did he? Mm-hmm. So they start drinking. Uh, and it's everybody that's working there. <clears throat> and uh, 
Let me see. Where, oh, Billy walks over and Billy's still dressed as Santa Claus. And Mr. S uh, Sims is like, here, let me pour you a drink, Billy. He's 18 years old, he's still, but he's letting him drink. Yeah. And uh, as Billy's sitting there uh, drinking, he, or not Billy, I'm sorry, um, Mr. Sims, this is later on. Mr. Sims is drunk now, out of his mind. Oh, yeah. He gone. Yeah, and he comes over there and he's talking to Billy and he's like, uh, Billy, what's wrong? What are you thinking about? And he's like, I'm thinking of my parents. And he's like, it's a good thing you always think about your parents. And he's like, they're dead. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, he's like, oh, stupid moment. Yeah. And But but Mr. Sims is gone. He's mm. basted pretty good. Oh, yeah. And uh, as Mr. Sims is talking to Billy, Billy looks over and he sees Andy and Pamela, and they're kind of flirting with each other. Mm -hmm. Well, he's got a mistletoe, Andy does, and he grabs Pamela's hand, and he's like, hey, come back here in the stock room with me. Mm -hmm. You know where this is going. Oh, yeah. So Billy's watching because Billy's got a thing for Pamela. They go in the back room. Well, finally, Mr. Sims is done talking to Billy, so Billy starts walking back there. When he goes back into the, uh, oh, what would you call that, just the employee What's that called? I was fixing to say the employee lounge, but it ain't. Stock room. Yeah. When uh, Billy goes back into the stock room, he sees Andy and Pamela, but he can hear Pamela saying, stop it. No, no, I'm not, no, no, I don't want, I don't want to. Well, he goes to, he goes to grab at her and he rips her shirt because she's fighting against him. Well, she mm -hmm. slaps the piss out of him and he calls her a stupid, you know mm, what? Bad word. Yeah. He hits her. She falls down. And then he gets on top of her, and I guess this dude was gonna sit there and rape her right there. Back he was there. fixed to, and of course another boob shot, and the whole time Billy is seeing this, and finally he start doing the flashbacks. He's starting to see the Santa Claus when he ripped his mom's shirt and he cuts mm -hmm. her throat and all this. You can see that he's he's flipping out, and he's sweating. You can tell that he's struggling, and then all of a sudden he just turns into this wicked little. Calm face. Like it's a weird, sinister grin. Yes. I like this scene. You did? Not not necessarily what Andy was getting ready to do or what comes after it. Mm -hmm. I like how they showed him snap without right. him going crazy. Right. It was a slow, methodical, hey, this is why this is all happening. This is what's going through his brain right now. And you see the panic in his face at first, and he's sweating bullets. And then they... Flip the script. He's calm. Yep. I can't even see him sweat no more. Right. And it's just like, it's like, it's, it's about to go oh, yeah. down. You know, you knew Billy was fixing the freak. Well, he walks over there and he grabs Bill, uh, he grabs uh, Andy off of Pamela and he gets some Christmas lights and wraps around his throat. And dude, he holds up Andy with one hand and starts, and he, he's pretty much hanging him. Yeah. Well, Andy dies. Billy's strong. Yeah, he is. Andy, he just lets Andy go. Andy's dead on the ground. Pamela starts flipping out. And he goes and gets a box cutter out of his pocket. And I bet this would have been on the unrated. But yeah. he stabs her in the stomach. It looked like he cut her down, like downward. I couldn't tell if the blade was facing up or down. Either way, I think the unrated version was going to show him you well, know, cutting one way or the other. Well, she starts flipping out. She's like, you're crazy, you're crazy. And that's when he stabs her. But he saved her, what, what kills me. Then it cut. Uh, then all of a sudden, uh, everything gets real quiet. It's all calm, and Mister Sims comes back there, mm -hmm. and he's like I said, drunk as a skunk. He comes back there, and he's like, "Hey, where's everybody at?" He's looking around, and 
Does he hear the the bells on uh I think that's what it was. I think because I've noticed a lot of times though before he shows up and kills somebody, the bells you can hear the bells in the background. Well it's funny because uh, Mr. Sims is looking for everybody <clears throat> and he finally turns around and he's like, Yeah, you just hearing things. Mm-hmm. You know? He turns around and freaking Billy has a hammer and just smashes it against Mr. Sims' head. Which is another quick cut, but I like the blood how it hit the wall. Right. So I'm thinking they probably would have showed it. Well, then all of a sudden, the lights all go out. And all the trains start going. The dolls are moving. And Miss Randall, she's the only one still alive. She's up front. And she's, she you tell she's a little tipsy too. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Mr. Sims, get up here. You got to see this. Well, she starts to go look for everybody because she realizes everybody's gone. And right when she gets in the back, she sees it finally shows Mr. Sims' body laying there. And the the effect looks really good. Yeah. But it did exactly what you said. It didn't. I didn't skip, but like it froze on Mr. Sims and it went into his face, mm-hmm. and you can tell it was just a pause. Yeah. So she sees that. She starts flipping out. She turns around and goes to the front door, to, uh, and the door is locked. And as she's doing that, we see Billy's hand grab an axe. And does he? He he catches her up there and don't he swing at her. Yeah, she she um, she goes to the front door trying to get out. She doesn't get out. She turns around. She sees the phone, so she goes to pick up the phone. She dials out. And she's like, "Please, you know, answer, answer." And I guess somebody finally picks up because she's like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. And then right before she can say anything, the axe cuts the cord. Yeah. And you know he's sitting there with the axe buried in the desk. Well, she takes off running, and he's trying to be really quiet. You know, he's gonna sneak up on her, but it's cool because as he's sneaking up, he's like, "And all through the house." Not a, what's he say? He's doing the... Twas the night before the Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, yeah. And he looks over and he sees Mrs. Uh, Randall's hat. And he goes over to it. And he thinks she's behind this case. So right when he gets around the corner, he swings. And it, all she did was she set her hat on a couple of boxes. And uh, she comes out of nowhere. She's behind all these boxes. She knocks them over. It falls on Billy. She takes off running. She grabs his axe, too. That's what's funny. She grabs his axe while, he, uh, while it's on the ground, and she goes to break the glass out so she can get out. And I think he says no, don't yeah, he? he says no. He you know, stops her. And when she turns around, which was stupid that she turned around, he pulls an arrow, bow and arrow out, and he shoots her with an arrow, and it goes right through the chest. So Mrs. Randall is dead now. Mm-hmm. And then we see him just walk out the door. I'll say for for this to be from 1984... The the graphics and everything were relatively good. Oh, yeah. The way they looked. And they jam-packed a lot of death in five or ten minutes. Yeah. They killed a You know, he killed all those people in a short amount of time. And I, I really say this is where the movie really picked up. Yeah. Like, because once it picked up, it, it, it kept going pretty much. Right. So, it cuts to now Sister Margaret. She is coming to the toy store because... She's checking up on Billy because now she knows he was Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And she ends up walking in. She finds Mrs. Randall dead. So, boom, it cuts to now after she's found him dead, we see a couple on top of a pool table. And it's... Boop shot. Yep. <laughs> and... It's, it's, your, it's your girl. Yeah, yeah. Don't even know how to say her name. Ain't that sad? Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, well. <laughs> Anyway, I always this was thing. Every time I see her, I always think of her name from um, Return of the Living Dead. Trash. 
<laughs> well, leave me alone. Trash. Trash. Anyway, uh, Denise and Tommy are on this pool table, and of course, they're about to get it on. Mm-hmm. Going at it. Yep. And the little sister is coming down the steps, and Denise is like, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's my sister. And she's like, hey, what are you doing? And Denise is like, uh, what did she tell them they were doing? Their homework. Homework, yeah. She says, we're, we're, we're doing homework. She goes, don't come down here. You need to go to bed. And she convinces her little sister, hey, why don't you go to bed? And so Santa will be here before you know it. Right. Little sister agrees, goes goes upstairs. They start making out again. Well, finally, you hear the jing- you hear the bells on what you think is Santa's suit, mm-hmm. Billy's suit. And she's like, ah, hold on just a second. And he's like, what? And she's like, I got to let the cat in. She goes, I can hear him outside. Which, that's funny. You stop doing what you're doing just to go let a cat in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what the writers want. <laughs> so Denise leaves Tommy there on the pool table. She goes upstairs. She, she puts shorts on. Put shorts on, no top. Yeah, and her shorts are not winter shorts. Right. She's got these cooch cutters on. Mm-hmm. Who wears those in the wintertime? I guess people in the 80s. It was getting hot and heavy. She was getting hot. I guess so. But anyway, so Denise goes up and she opens the front door and she starts calling for a cat. And she's like, okay. She's like, last call. Then you're just going to stay out here all night. And she uh, goes to close the door. The cat runs in and she's like, there you are. And as she turns around, it's funny because Billy pops up. He's like, punish. Punish. And she just shuts the door real quick, locks it, takes off running. And he busts the door uh, down with his axe. A door come apart like a cardboard box. That was a paper mache door. <laughs> she takes off running. He chases her, yeah, I'm guessing, into the living room. And she's putting up a fight for a minute. And I think she actually gets the... Uh, does she get the phone? No. She goes for it. And he goes over and picks her up. We well, threw the axe at her. Yeah. And it landed smooth in the wall like two feet from her face. Well, she tries to take off running, he picks her up, and you see this. You said it was an elk? I think it was an elk. The head of it is mounted on the wall, and he's got her up on the shoulders. Well, he looks at it, and he picks her up, and you see the shadow of her. She's fighting, trying to get away from him, and he just sticks it in her. I bet that was was an unrated thing that showed it. Oh, yeah. So he, he pretty much sticks her on the antlers of this elk, and it cuts back to Tommy. Tommy's out in there. I think he's playing pool or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes down to check on Denise. He walks in his living room. Denise is like right there when you walk in. I don't see that. I didn't see her. I don't either. Because it, it, like, the viewpoint that you have from the front of the camera, he's walking in the room and she's right there. Right. There's no way he didn't see her. Well, <laughs> Tommy and Billy start fighting because once he sees her body uh, up on the uh, antlers... He does that weird scream. How's it go? I can't remember. I know his mouth is uh, all. I know his mouth is all cooking. He's like, hey, uh, hey. so <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that. I knew he was gonna say that. <laughs> so Billy comes in all of a sudden, and uh, him and Tommy start fighting. And Tommy's actually putting up a good fight. Oh yeah. And uh, Tommy ends up knocking. Billy strong though. Yeah. Tommy takes the pull cue and pops him upside the head. Does he fall down the stairs? Is that what he did? Because he fell. He fell over something. And then that's when Tommy ran and got on the phone and was like, hey, I need to report. Oh, yeah. So did he knock him down the steps or what? I think he knocked him over a banister. I don't I don't know if he knocked him all the way down the stairs, though. I don't either. 
That's what I'm saying. He just kind of really show. No, he just kind of disappeared. Because it looked like he hit him straight in the eye with that fire poker. Yeah. So, uh, was it a fire? Oh, so it wasn't a pool cue. It was a fire poker. No, yeah, it was a fire poker. Okay, Because he had knocked him with Billy had thrown him. Mm-hmm. He knocked him uh, over by the fireplace, and he grabbed the fire poker right as he was getting up. Gotcha, gotcha. So, as he's uh, making a phone call to call the cops, uh, Billy comes out of nowhere, gets a hold of him, and throws him out the window. And that was a pretty good scene, pretty good death scene. It was like, that's how he died? Mm-hmm. You know, when I first watched it, I was like, that's how he died? Yeah. And then they showed a shot of him outside, and he had half the window sticking in his side. And that looked good. It looked really good. You couldn't he tell had glass anything. in his head. Yes. And, yeah. Normally, you can tell, like, when they do a big piece like that, like, oh, that's, you know, it's right. more bulge. No, it looked good. <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, as he's walking out with his axe, Denise's little sister wakes up. She's like, Santa? She sees him down mm-hmm. the hallway. And he turns around and he looks at her, and she's like, I knew you would come. And she goes up to him, and she goes, did you bring me a present? And he goes, have you been a good girl? And she's like, yes. And he goes, are you sure you've been good? And she's like, yes. And the whole time he's pulling this box cutter out. And you're like, oh, he's about yeah, to he do it. Do the little girl. Yep. And uh, he's like, so you're sure you've been a good little girl? And she's like, yes. And he hands her the box cutter with blood. And it's even got blood on it. She just looks at it, looks back up at him like. He just kind of smiles. Yeah. He, a weird little creepy smile. And she's like, for real? <laughs> like, seriously, dude? Yeah. I thought he was reaching in his pocket to give her a candy cane. That's what I thought he was going to do. Yeah. So. He gets up, goes, because he was, he was kneeled down to talk to her. He gets up, goes outside. You can hear her in the background. She's like, Denise, she's looking for him. And they don't ever show if they find him or not. I, I expected her to yell. Yeah, I thought too. they were going to have her yell and, you know, find the bodies or whatever. Well, then it shows two officers. I'm, I guess they're just two deputies or whatever. They're driving, and apparently now it's out that there's a killer Santa. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you see any Santa... Ta- uh, don't be hesitant to arrest them. And as they're going around this corner, they see the Santa Claus is going up in this kid's uh, room on two-story uh, house. Right. Well, they bust in the door, and the mom's like, what are y'all doing here? What? What? And they're not even answering her. They just run by her. Yeah. They go to this little girl's room, and they're Santa by the bed. They bust the internal line. They're like, freeze. And the guy turns around and looks. And... uh Pulls his little beard down. Pulls his beard down. But before he pulls his beard down, though, you his little girl goes, Dad? Yeah. Or Daddy? So you can tell that he was just trying to make a special moment for his daughter. Yeah. And it's funny because the deputy just kind of looks at you like, ah, oh, crap. Wrong guy. Yeah. Fun fact. The Fun guy, fact. I think you were fixing the The tumor. guy that played uh, that Santa Claus, or the dad that was dressed as Santa Claus right then, he is the same guy that played Michael Myers in Halloween 5. So... What? I knew there was something creepy about him. As soon as I saw his face, I was like, hey, that's old, what's his name? <laughs> so anyway, uh, now it cuts to... Oh, hold on. <clears throat> okay, now it cuts to... There's two kids, which they never say their names. They've got two sleds. Mm-hmm. They're going to go sledding down this little... Well, it ain't really a big mountain. It's just a little no, slope. No, it's a big hill. Yeah. And... Uh, they're getting one of them's getting down on the sled, which it irritates me when they don't never say the names. Oh, yeah. One of them is sitting down. It's like A and B. Yeah, B, kid but, A. Yeah, kid B. Kid number one, bully is, A. Bully B. Yeah, he's sitting on the uh, his sled, 
And his buddy's like, man, go, quit being scared, go. And he's like, wait a minute, because you can hear the bells jingling. And he's like, man, somebody else is out here. It's not just us. And they're looking around at him, and he's like, there ain't nobody here. You're just scared. He goes, no, seriously. Well, right before he takes off, two bullies pop out. It says their name. It's Bob and Matt. Mm -hmm. And uh, they go over there, and they're like, man, what are y'all doing here? And Bob and Matt's like, we're here because we're going to go sled. And he's like, oh, is that your brother there? You're going to take our sleds away from us? And mm-hmm. that's exactly what they do. They end up punching one kid in the stomach. They push the other one down and send them running. And like I said, I don't know who's Bob and who's Matt. Can't tell you. But anyway, one of them goes uh, down the hill on a sled the first time. He's having a good time. He makes it all the way down. And he's like, come on, man, come on. The other one puts his hat on. He's the one that was more of the bully. The other guy just kind of stood behind. Hooping and hollering like he was a little kid. Yeah, that's the, that was so cheesy. He was like, yay, wee. He takes off, and oh, you hear, I guess he says punish again. Yep. But he's punish. Like, punish. And out of nowhere, there's Billy with the axe. He comes out, and you can tell what he did. He cut the dude's head off. This is another good effect. Yeah, it looked really good. He's sliding. He's still sliding down the hill, and... His buddy sees it and starts flipping out because it's just his body. His head ain't there yet. And then all of a sudden his head starts rolling down there. Well, then now after that death scene, he cuts to uh, Captain Richards and Sister Margaret. They're at the police station. And they're talking about, you know, Billy going nuts. Because Sister Margaret knows what happened. Mm -hmm. And this is where Captain Richards finally puts out a... What's it called? AVP on it? APB. APB on Billy. And he's like, anybody that you see dressed as Santa Claus that could be a threat, don't hesitate to shoot. I'm like, that's freaking... Mm, Dangerous. Yeah. Especially around Christmas time. So, I'm going to let you tell this next part. It's about, uh, we all of a sudden, she's like, I know where he's heading. He's going to the orphanage. Yeah, he's getting on the radio telling everybody, you know, that they need to go to the orphanage. But then you get a shot of the actual orphanage itself. Mm -hmm. And it's all these kids. They're all, uh, they start off inside, don't it? Yeah. Yeah, so they're all inside and then they're doing the whole Christmas thing. And um, eventually they send all the kids outside. Yeah. So and then they've got the little uh, the nun telling all the kids, you know, if you get cold, you get wet, come back in, we'll you know come back inside. <clears throat> well, after he gets on the radio <clears throat> and tells everybody, you know, if you see a Santa Claus, don't hesitate to shoot. You get a uh, a shot of this Bronco, this sheriff's deputy's uh, truck driving, and he's you know driving around looking for him. Well, he's pulling up. And he gets on the radio. He's like, I'm at the orphanage. There's a bunch of kids outside. Well. Right before that, all the kids were outside, and one of the kids starts looking off, and you see this Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And the music's even picking up. Yeah, like the music's picking up like something's fixing to happen. <coughs> Which me. I knew as soon as I seen him that it wasn't him because he had his beard up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I knew that it wasn't, you know. Um, so this this guy's Santa Claus is walking over to the kids. Well, his deputy pulls up, and he's on the radio. He's like, yeah, I'm here at the school. There's nobody here. There's a bunch of kids out, or there's a bunch of kids outside. They're playing, having a good time, and all of a sudden he sees a Santa Claus, so he freaks out, jumps out of the truck, goes over, get pulls his gun up, and he's hollering, he's stop, stop, and he, you know, Santa Claus is getting closer and closer to the kids as the mm-hmm. kids are trying to come out. Well, he doesn't stop, so he unloads into his back. Right. <clears throat> and uh, 
one of the nuns comes out. They sees what happened. So they're hollering for all the kids to come back in. So he goes over and he's just standing over the cop mm-hmm. or out over the Santa Claus. Well, then you get a shot of um, Sister Margaret and then um, what's the Captain Richards. Captain Richards. You get a shot of them in the car and then you hear on the radio um, Santa Claus suspect shot and killed. killed at the school. Yeah. And and then, so Captain Richards is like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, you know. Margaret, Sister Margaret, you can tell she's broken up about it. Yeah, she's upset. Well, then after a couple of seconds, they come back over the radio and it was like, something's not right. And there's like, the description doesn't match the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, this guy's older. He's shorter. Right. He's in his 50s. And then Mary, and Sister Margaret's like, that's Father O'Brien. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I didn't know what to do. I told him to stop. He wouldn't stop. He's like, he wouldn't have heard him. He's deaf. Yeah. <laughs> they sent a deaf father, a priest, over to all these kids. Right. And do get shot for his efforts. Yeah. And now it cuts to Officer Barnes, and he's talking to Mother Superior. And she's in a wheelchair, because like I said, now this has been 10 years later. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's telling... Or he's telling uh, Mother Superior, because she's like, I can't believe, how could you kill uh, Father, o- o- what is his name? O'Brien. Uh, O'Brien, yeah. And uh, he's like, I, I, I couldn't see his face. He just kept going, you know. And But he finally tells him, he's like, look, there is a killer on the way here. So, uh, now is it cuts to, because he leaves, he, he tells her, make sure nobody comes through this door. Unless you absolutely know them. She's like, don't nobody need to be here anyway, pretty much is what she's saying. Right. And he leaves, goes outside. Well, she turns around and more of the uh, nuns are sitting around and they're like, Mother Superior, the children are worried. And she's like, yes, the children. We we need to get their minds off this. So she looks at this little boy uh, named Richard and she's like, Richard, go get my little instrument. And it's like a... It's a pitch pipe. Pitch pipe, yeah. Yeah. And he goes, yes, Mother Superior. And he walks off. Well, you hear her look at the nun. And she goes, Richard is such a good boy. Uh, not like his uh, his brother, Billy. Or William, whatever you want so to call him. So now we know Richard is actually Billy's brother. And he's still, yeah. The baby survived and he's in the yeah. he's in the orphanage, the, the same thing Billy was in. Oh, this right here, this next scene was the only one that to me took forever. And it's where it Officer was, Burns is... Checking the outside perimeter around the uh, orphanage. It was about 10 minutes of unnecessary stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was just slow pace, him walking around and drawing his gun. It just wasn't really anything, to me, interesting. They could have sped it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, as he's looking around, he's trying the doors on all the side of the buildings to make sure nobody can get in. Well, he looks over and he sees... uh, I don't even know what you would call that. It goes down to, man, I, well, it's not even connected to the uh, the place. It doesn't look like it's connected to it. It looks like it's an outdoor, like, basement door. Yeah, almost like where the power would be at down there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that may be what it is. But uh, he sees that the door has been opened, so he goes downstairs. He's got his flashlight, and he's or he's got his gun uh, out and ready. This is where, like me and you were talking about, it was just unnecessary, too slow in this scene. He goes downstairs, doesn't see anything, and as he comes back up... It's predictable. 
predictable. You already know. But there was one part I liked about this. Right when he gets to the top of the stairs, you hear Billy go, uh, punish. And he swings the axe. It looked good. He hit the officer in the chest with the axe. But this is what I dug. As the officer's falling, the camera all of a sudden cuts to, like, you seeing the officer's view. Mm -hmm. And you see the camera falling. It's like they took the camera and tossed it kind of down the steps. I thought that was pretty unique. Yeah. Uh, So now Officer Burns is dead. He's got the axe in his chest. And... It goes back to the kids, and they're all sitting there singing a song with Mother Superior. Well, this little boy, Andrew, gets up and walks over to the front door because he sees Billy coming. He just sees Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Well, he opens the door, and Mother Superior turns around. She's like, get away from there. Get away from there, Andrew. And Billy comes in with a smile on his face. Looks happy, He's got, a, but he's holding an axe behind his back the whole time. Right. And... He walks up, and there's this another little girl, and she goes to walk toward him, and Mother Superior grabs her, and she's like, but Mother Superior, it's Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Well, and she finally gets Andrew away, and she finally gets um, the little girl away, and she looks over at Billy, and she's like, there is no Santa Claus. And she's telling the kids, there is no Santa Claus. Yeah. But is she telling the kids that, or is she telling Billy that? I'm thinking she's telling Billy. That's what I'm thinking, too. I think she's saying it towards Billy. So, Billy walks up to her. And he goes, punish. Naughty. 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 Yeah, Yeah, he says naughty. He grabs the axe in slow motion, rears it back, and she's just willing to take it. Mm -hmm. She knows where she's going. She just closes her eyes. She's like, hey, this is my way of going out. Yep. Right when he raises the axe up, you hear shots being fired. Dramatic slow motion. He falls down. It cuts back to, you see, it was Captain Richards who was shooting Billy and Sister Margaret right beside him. Yep. Billy falls to the ground. Sister Margaret runs over there because she does. She has she has compassion for Billy. Well, she'd been around him for the last, you know, 10, 13 years. <clears throat> right. She runs over there to him and she grabs a hold of him. She like kind of holds his heads up and he looks all at the, he looks at the kids. And he goes, You're safe now. Santa Claus is gone. And then he dies right there. And uh Mother Superior is watching. Uh what's her name? Sister Margaret. She's mm-hmm. upset. Well, all of a sudden, uh, Mother Superior looks up, and that boy Richard is just staring a hole in her, like, if looks could kill. He looked like the Grinch, like the baby Grinch. Oh, he, he looked, looked, yeah, he looked vicious. Oh, yeah. And all he says is, naughty. And it just cuts off. It freezes, does that steel frame, mm-hmm. and cuts off. And that is the end to Silent Night, Deadly Night. So. And you pretty much already told me that I've seen the second one now. You have, really. But I didn't know that that guy was Richard. Yeah, yeah. Garbage day. Yeah, I didn't want, yeah, I was like, mm. See, I'm, that's what one thing that ruined for me is I knew his little brother was in an orphanage somewhere, but I just didn't know when they was going to pop him in. Hmm. So, with that being said, Randy, you know what time it is. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. So, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first since you think you, you know what I got. Okay. He, he's He's guessing what I'm going to give it. Um, I'll say for me, the only thing the movie had going for it were the kill scenes. Yeah. Which was, I mean, it's a big part. Um, the graphics on the kill, uh, all the kill scenes I thought were good. Um, the, uh, effects of all the kill scenes I thought were really good. I still would like to go back and watch the unrated versions of most of the death scenes just to see what would have been. Yeah. You know, if they would have added it to it. 
I'll be honest with you, that's the only thing about the movie that I cared for. Okay. There wasn't anything... I mean, the music was very cheesy. Yeah, 80s you know? style. I mean, it, 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 it is it's more of a B-rated horror movie, I think. I don't know how popular this movie is supposed to be. It's considered a cult classic now, I guess. Okay, so it pretty much tells you, you know. Um, I didn't care for none of the acting. It had a lot of the old school 80s, for me, unnecessary boob shots. Mm -hmm. You know, like most of the old school 80 movies do. I just didn't, definitely wasn't one of my favorites. Right on. I I mean, other than those kill scenes. and, And once he snapped in the warehouse and started killing people, the only things he said until the end of the movie were, punish. Yeah. That was it. He'd show up, say punish, and kill somebody. Well, he talked to the little girl. Yeah, but <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I didn't care for it. I really didn't. Go it's ahead. the first movie we watched in a while that I just didn't care for. So what are you writing it, man? Uh, on the pulling scale, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Okay. I didn't care for it. I don't necessarily recommend it. Unless you just like cheesy classic cult films. And I'm going to give it a D. A D. I'm going to give it a D. Ah, you were close. I was close. You were close. I really was. I thought I knew what he was going to give it. Yep. He thought I was going to give it a thumbs in the middle, recommend it one time, and he gave it a D plus. All right. So, I'm right there I'm right there with you on some things. Uh <coughs> I didn't think acting was too bad. Uh, like, I thought Mr. Sims did a good job being the drunk and all that. I, but I've always liked his acting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, as far as Billy, you know, like you said, once he snapped and he was just strictly punished, you yeah. know. Music didn't stick out to me at all. I will say it was a unique story. Yeah. I did I did like the story, not going to lie to you, and it gave you plenty of background. Yeah. That's a plus for me. You know why he flipped. You know the reason. You can understand why he flipped. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, I do want to watch the unrated version. Maybe I'd give it a better review than what I'm going to give it. No. But uh, I'm right there with you. It really was not one of my favorites at all. Um, so, with that being said... Uh, I am going to give it a thumbs in the middle because I do see the concept of why a lot of people like this film. It is different mm-hmm. to me. It's different. Uh, it gave me plenty of backstory. I would recommend if you want to see what they consider a cult classic or because, you know, this is a, one of them films that, I mean, you look it up. I mean, they sell T-shirts, figures, right. all this stuff coming out, NECA figures of this. Uh I would give it a. Th- I'm gonna give it a thumbs in the middle. I would recommend a one-time watch. Uh, kill scenes were good. I did enjoy the kill scenes. Like I said, if I watch the unrated version, maybe it'd be a little bit better. But uh, I'm gonna score this a D plus. So you're gonna give it exactly what I wrote down. What you thought I was gonna give. It. Yeah. Thumbs in the middle. I do. I would. I do recommend at least watch it one time. Uh, just to see what the big hoopla is about it. Right. But. Yeah, uh, I just don't feel like it's going to be something I I watch again. 
I don't think there was anything in the movie like even even Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. All right, you think about Jack Frost. The thing that stuck out to me in that movie, the kid made cookies for his dad with antifreeze in them. Yeah. It had something in it that stuck out to me. Yeah. I don't this one didn't. There wasn't anything in this one that I thought that I'm going to be thinking about later on. Cuz I can guarantee you I'm really good about keeping movies mm-hmm. like in my head. And watching a movie one time, yeah, I'll forget what this movie is. Like I'll forget this movie scene by scene in a couple of months. Right, right. It'll just, and it's not to say that you know it's just there wasn't anything in it to me that was rememberable. You know, well, I'm gonna tell you this: if you think if you didn't like this one, and I'm telling you how bad the second one is, you can only imagine. The only thing I've seen from the second one was you showing me him walking up down the street. Garbage day. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, we, that's what this is all about, man. Yeah. We got to see a film we both have never seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if whoever does enjoy it out there... Uh, tell you, us why. Yeah, tell us why you enjoyed it so much. Uh, give, comment on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and be like, hey, I, I disagree. I think the film is this. I'd love to hear people's ratings over it. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, so... Pretty much with that being said, that's our review of Silent Night, Deadly Night, the 1984 version. I don't know if they ever did a remake or not. I know they've got like five of these films. Really? Yeah. But uh, as always, you guys know where you can find us pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast available. Look us up on Facebook at Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. Instagram, Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. Uh, we also have a Twitter, which is uh, our tag name is Small TH or Small T. Horror Pod. And uh, pretty much that being said, uh, we got one more week, man, until Christmas. And what are we doing? We're doing Krampus. Krampus. Which actually comes out after Christmas. But with that being said, this is the last time y'all was going to hear from us uh, before Christmas. So I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Uh... If you're Jewish, have hope we I hope you have had a happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Always remember what the season remember the reason for the season. Christmas and giving is great, but remember the reason for the season, the Son of God. Amen. Always. Yes, sir. Uh so with that being said, uh Randy, I'm gonna call you out real quick on something before we take off. Oh. If I can get Randy to watch the last few episodes of Chucky, Randy's the one that mentioned it. Back earlier this year that we would do a episode strictly on the entire season of Chucky. Yep. I'm ready to do that episode. <laughs> I need to I need to get I think I'm like three episodes behind on it. But I think what I want to do is because it's been so long since I've seen them, I think I'm gonna sit down and binge watch all of them back to back. Right on. So I need to take a Saturday and do that or something. So we don't know if that's gonna be just part of our scheduled episodes or if it's just gonna be like hey it's a bonus he's finally watching we're gonna review it you may see small town horror pop up with a new episode out of nowhere one and day. it's just gonna say it's just gonna be titled chucky tv series yep which i did enjoy the series and i can't wait to see where they're gonna go with it and i can't wait for randy to watch it and see what he thinks i think i've watched like four or five and i'm not upset with it so far so but that being said everyone our next episode is going to be krampus and it'll be Myself, Randy, and my brother, Chris Reyes, reviewing this. And Randy and Chris has never seen this, so I think they're in for a treat. Never seen it. All righty. Well, that being said, uh, remember to each and every one of y'all, uh, treat, treat each other the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Be kind, especially around this holiday. 
And remember to stay merry and stay spooky. You're supposed to be scared. I know. But you took my spooky. But I mixed it up. And then you're so what am I say, supposed to say? Stay jolly and stay scared. Stay jolly, stay scared. See, that dude, just feels weird. Oh my gosh, this dude! You right can't, here. you can't do that to me. Okay, so here we go again. Remember to stay merry and stay scared. Stay jolly and stay spooky. Yes, yeah, whatever. Shut up. <laughs>